you doing? My name is Maria. This is my channel, Visceral Spirit. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, thank you. Today I'm talking with William Stanley Holloway. <laughs> and um, he's someone I met through my astrology class. And we're actually talking about masculine feminine energies today and also about sexuality. So let's just go ahead and dive in. Um, <clears throat> so we were talking a little bit about before I pressed record about um, you know, the differences between masculine, feminine energies. Um, and I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I feel like if you've been on this channel for a while, I have been talking about it um, for a while, just because of the past lives I've done where I've seen myself um, in a masculine energy, um, which I feel like personally for me, I, I live mostly in masculine energy um, throughout my day. <laughs> um, and so I just, I kind of wanted to talk about that, like, you know, and with, in relationship within ourselves, but also um, in relationship with our relationships uh, with, you know, whether you're interested in men or women, um, how does that play out in a relationship sense? So um, <clears throat> before we begin, I just wanted to tell people what I found as far as a, definition um, of masculine feminine energies. Um, so uh, this was actually a quote I found um, on Dr. Adrian Pinkney's uh, website called Integrative Wellness and Life Coach. And I'll put the link in the description if you want to uh, read more about her. Um, <clears throat> it was just a search I did online because I couldn't find um, a really good dictionary uh, <laughs> definition of these topics. So she just goes on to say that feminine energy is receptive, nurturing, passive, <clears throat> a passive force understood as yin. Uh, masculine energy is assertive, direct, action-oriented, um, yang. Um, and so these two energies exist. Um, did they depend on one another? I'm trying to uh, paraphrase <laughs> without reading the quote directly, but um, so she uses these, terms and context of relationship and how you do need that polarity, right? In a relationship or within yourself to be healthy, right? And, um, you know, her definition speaks more of like someone living mostly in a masculine energy or a feminine energy. But I feel like while, while we're here on this earth right now with all of the things going on, um, we are trying to find that balance within ourselves, right? Like when you're too masculine or too feminine and then you think about um, toxic femininity and toxic, toxic masculinity, there's, I feel like all of this stuff is coming up for us to work through. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, I think that there is a difference between, and I think people have a hard time in astrology. Like it's, uh, I feel like it's a place that um, it's, uh, we're given the opportunity to kind of like examine these energies and these ideas at a very basic level where you have to remove the idea of like genitalia and all these things to it. And so, and that was an easy concept for me to understand. It is hard for some people to understand. I think they have a hard time distinguishing between like, they think when you're talking about masculine, you're, we're talking about men or males, right? Or like, and there is a difference. Um, but people have, I, I, society has made it hard for us, I think, yeah. um, distinguish between the two. And I think that's why you see so many different things 
happening that are forcing us um, energetically to see that these things can be merged and it's not about genitalia. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do feel, um, and I try, I'm trying not to bring astrology into it, but it's so difficult not to, right? Because um, I'm a majority cardinal energy, which is very masculine action oriented, even though Capricorn cancer is supposedly feminine, if we're talking about astrology. Um, <clears throat> but I am that, that yang energy, assertive, direct, um, and I'm always doing something. And I feel like that's mainly how I express my energy. Um, how does that work for you? How do you feel like do you work in the world? I'm definitely more um, yang energy. Yeah. I definitely am more of a receptive sponge-like <laughs> type thing where I'm like mm -hmm. always kind of having to, um, yeah. You mean yin then? Uh, oh, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. Receptive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe that's Sorry. why we get along so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely identify with that. And, you know, um, I was thinking about this book that I found when I was a teenager um, <laughs> at a thrift store. Um, and I, I don't know whatever happened to it. It was like this big, it was really tiny and it was really small. And it was just in this, like, um, it was in a hospital bookstore, mm -hmm. a used bookstore. So it was like, you know, people that had died. So it was just like their books that were like left. Mm -hmm. And there was this book and I don't remember, it was like a new agey book from the seventies. And it was talking about, um, about the need to, you know, find the masculine and feminine energies within us. And that's that we were like, I don't know if it was like a, whatever it was about, it wasn't about any type of philosophy that I can remember specifically, mm -hmm. but it was mm -hmm. talking about like how, like before we came to this, like the whole point is like trying to find the balance, right? Like wherever we came from before we came to this plane or this planet, this dimension, whatever, um, that we were split somehow and that we have to kind of find the, the other half and that it is this like masculine feminine thing and that it uh, kind of shows itself in all the different ways of life. Like you think of a battery or a right. plant or all the, the, you know, the, there's always a, um, a positive and a negative or a, right 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 yeah and and you, yeah you need one you can't have one without the other <laughs> yeah you can't have one without the other and that so that was the first I think I was like 13 that was the first time that concept was introduced to me and it actually helped me with my own sexuality <laughs> thinking of it in these terms that's um mm -hmm. and that also that's also kind of helped me with astrology it's it's interesting that these concepts have kind of come up a lot yeah yeah um speaking of that speaking of how your sexuality like um you want to talk about how you started to um embody your own sexuality or how you started to feel like what age did you start to feel that you were attracted to a certain sex i don't quite remember that it always seemed like um like I don't have any memory specifically of of like realizing that I was feeling a way that maybe wasn't expected of me. It's mm -hmm. the only way I can really to think of it. Um, 
it just was kind of always there. Mm -hmm. Like I want to say probably having knowledge of it by around seven or eight. Oh, okay. Um, but then not really like, um, but thinking it was probably just like a weird phase type thing. It was, yeah. I, I always associated it with, um, my mom loved baseball and always really wanted me to love baseball too. Yeah. And it was like so much to the point where like, I just did it. I couldn't get into it. Cause it was like, so I was like, well, maybe it's just because I'm expected. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, that was like how I associated everything with it. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was like a contrarian or something, but, um, but then I guess it would have been around like 13, right around when I found that book. Now that I think about that age, um, where I was like, well, I don't think this is a phase. I think this is, now I just have to figure out how I'm going to integrate this into my life eventually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just remember having thoughts like that, like being somewhat disappointed that it was going to be a thing, like in my mind thinking it was going to be this whole thing, but that yeah. I was fine. Um, I don't remember being super depressed about it. Did you ever have any relationships with women? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I yeah I guess I would say yeah up until and then there was a period of time where I dated both men and women I think a lot of especially gay men and probably some gay women I mean everyone has a different story but yeah um the, a lot of times there'll be like a period of time where you're kind of dating both yeah um, but yeah I want to say yeah my last girlfriend was at like 16 oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool um yeah, I, I think uh, when I was younger too, um, because I do have like a lot of that masculine energy. I also had this weird experience as a kid where um, like there was this friend of mine who was like touching me inappropriately, but I think it's because she was like abused as a child. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so then after that happened though, then I started like doing it to like my cousin <laughs> and then like I got wow. caught. Yeah, and then my, I got caught. It wasn't like I knew what I was doing. You know, I was just hey. like copying what I was shown. Um, but yeah, after that, like I was talked to and then um, it was kind of talked to, but then I like kind of ignored, just kind of like, you know, don't do that. That's not right. You know, <laughs> And um, I never really talked about this with anyone before, but um, I hope I didn't like traumatize my cousin, you know, because like, we've never talked about it. Um, but yeah. And then I was, when I was in the army, these are like experiences that I actually sought they were they these were things that were just coming into my experience and um I'm trying to think uh there was this it was in basic training and there was this this girl that was like into me and um I never really thought about that you know women in that way but I ended up like <laughs> we went to like service like uh church service in the army like um, and that was the only time we could see each other because we were like in different sections you know and like we ended up like making out in the bathroom and, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the, like the only girl I ever kissed but um I think from that ex it's it's weird too because she I don't th know if she was like actually gay because she was in a like she ended up having a, a child and stuff like that so I don't really know um what her we never really talked about it it was just like one of those things so I, was just, I just found that weird like um as part of my experience of that sure happened so I was I guess I was like bi-curious at one point but uh but now I feel like 
I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if, you know, a lot of people go through that uh, curiosity um, and whether, I mean, I feel like everyone does, they just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. I mean, you hear more people talking about it because it's more acceptable to talk about, but I definitely think so. Yeah, yeah. And it's good um, to talk about it because it's part of being human. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's like um, a thing that was coming up for me, you know, again, with the past lives, it's like, you know, why are you the way you are, <laughs> you know? And um, from what I've been understanding, it's like past lives are like basically parallel lives because I guess time is fluid and we're not really experiencing the way life or time the way we think we are. So anyway, yeah, just we have these energies within us. So we have to find a way to coexist with both of those energies um, within us. But I, yeah, it's, you know, going back to like people who realized they were, um, they thought they were straight, but then they ended up in a relationship with the same sex. Um, and these two names came to mind today um, because I've listened to their stories before, but uh, it's funny that their names are the same too. I don't know if you know who Elizabeth Gilbert is. She wrote Coyote Ugly and also oh yeah okay eat pray love <laughs> yes I know so she, I know kind of yeah yeah so she had a relationship with a man and then she ended up having a relationship with a woman and so I think she I don't know if she's like bisexual or whatever but also Elizabeth April like she was with at a she was with a guy and then she ended up meeting her wife um she's like a spiritual person she's like okay. she has her own spiritual channel but okay. um yeah, I'm like Elizabeth April and Elizabeth Gilbert. Is that a coincidence? Because you know, like they say names have energy too. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, but also it's like you hear people that like go the opposite way, like they were straight and then they end up going. But I never hear of like gay people that go straight after they so what's up with that? What do you think? Because right. you, know, you know more people in the community. I don't I really don't Yeah. Know. Well, I think that it just proves that there's probably more people that are attracted to the same sex or have you know ideas about what uh, desires that they're not adhering to um mm. that they're not um honoring properly yeah right you know I think it's just proof of that and then yeah, yeah. because it's still the most socially acceptable thing is to be a straight person yeah get married and there's nothing wrong with those things obviously yeah, yeah um sure. but you know, if that's not what somebody wants, but if you can kind of fake it, you know, a lot of people can, I guess, until they can't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or they keep it secret. It's mm -hmm. like their secret closet life. <laughs> um, that's not something to laugh about because a lot of people struggle with it, but um, I, yeah, I have to find the humor in things. Yeah. You know? What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, and I've known, um, yeah, I knew, I've known people that, yeah, had whole families and then didn't, you know, um, come to terms with their sexuality until their 50s, you know, mm. which is, you know, that's got to be really tough, but, you know, you've got, it's good that they did it. Yeah. Like, I guess one uh, example that comes to mind is that guy who became a, a woman, um, the, the Kardashian father I don't oh, know Caitlin. yeah yeah Caitlin, Caitlin Jenner yeah mm -hmm. that was interesting mm -hmm. he's very pretty as a girl <laughs> um what is what are your thoughts about um like gender transfer like changing your gender um I mean I'm if if that is what 
I mean, I have a, I have a lot of friends in the trans community, um, and I think that that is, if that's your truth and that helps you um, become more who you are, then that's mm -hmm. how it is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's like a weird, for me, it feels weird to see that, you know, but then again, it's like, why, you know, is what's it, mm -hmm. what is it within me that feels like, you know, it's, I, I don't really necessarily go out of my way to be like, oh, you're, you're wrong. You were bored a certain way. You should be that way. Cause mm -hmm. I have friends too, from the military who, um, who did that, who like went from uh, female to male. And um, mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, that's your way of life or whatever, but I, I find it weird just because I feel like we should stay with how we were born. <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem with people who are necessarily interested in the same sex, but um, so it's just something that personally I'm like not really struggling with. It's kind of like, whatever, you know, it's that's yeah. your life. That's what you, you want to live. But it's, it is something that we as a society have to get used to, you know, because it is something yeah, that's not familiar. new. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I'm just being honest about, about that. Yeah, you know, we have to get, that's why we have to talk about it. Cause we do have to like overcome these like weird feelings within us about why it feels wrong, you know, to go through some sort of transformation for me that's with any kind of plastic surgery like mm -hmm. you know because I feel like transformation yeah it's like that, yeah physical that's um why do you want to change your physical self you know that's just my feeling but I have <laughs> speaking of knowing what it feels like to feel the opposite of being a, a woman um the last one of the past lives I did um I could actually feel what it felt like to have a male part. <laughs> like I could feel that in the regression. It was very visceral. And, um, I was just like, Whoa, like, this is interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, not that, not that I want to actually, you know, become a male or anything, but, um, it's good to have those experiences. And also like, this is why I love past life regression because it helps us to understand, um, <clears throat> kind of like why we feel the way we do. Like you go through your subconscious mind and it kind of brings up stuff for you as to why you're struggling with a certain situation in your life or why do you feel like, you know, you have to change your, your sex. I mean, maybe it is part of your, what you came here to do in order to help society understand something. Right. But I like to get those, I like to dig up and find those answers, you know? Right. So. Getting to that place. Yeah. No, I like that. I mean, I do think that that's ultimately what it comes down to. I mean, my opinion of just about in general, like the idea of like masculine versus feminine is that it's not about genitalia. It's about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so when did you come out to your family about your sexuality? I I was, it was shortly after my 18th birthday. Oh, yeah. So you waited a while. <laughs> a few years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the nineties, you know, I'm sure that if it were like now I would, I would have been like 12 or something, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I know it's, it's, it's so weird how society has changed so much. And, um, since a short amount of time. I would say like since Obama been, was president. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it just seems so normal now, but yeah, I forget how, how difficult it could have been for people uh just like even 10 years ago oh absolutely yeah I mean I just think about all kinds of things that like I don't or I things I don't even think about that like I probably would not have 
dealt with. I mean, I've been fired from a job for being gay. Oh, wow. I mean, Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, one of my first jobs, actually. So how did they know? Like, you were just out about it? Yeah, I was out because I was this. I was already out to my family. It was um, it was like a job. It was a telemarketing job that I had yeah. with. The, I had actually um, been working there a while, and I had gotten um, a bunch of my friends' jobs there. Oh. And then, well, basically, what happened was, I guess I can't say I was fired. I was not rehired when they found that I was gay. They, they wouldn't let me come back. Oh, so was it like a seasonal thing? It was, yeah, it was um, a part-time job because I was in school. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, okay. How did that make you feel? I don't remember. At the time, I just remember being like, oh, that's terrible. That sucks. But I mean, it wasn't abnormal for something like that to happen. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't like, I'm going to do something about it. Whereas yeah. now I definitely would feel that way. But mm -hmm. then it's like, well, I'm mad, but that well, I don't want to work there anyway. That was more the attitude. Yeah. Well, I don't want to work there if they don't want me there. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, that tends to happen. Yeah. Tends to be the attitude. Um, yeah, I feel like we stay in situations that we really don't don't want to be in, but then the universe steps in and is like, oh, you're you're not going to be there anyway, you know, type yeah. of thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, what did, what was your family's reaction? Um, my, I think, I, you know, I think it was similar to a lot of people's in that, um, well, my family's pretty, pretty liberal, but also blue collar, um, accepting of most people. And, um, so I didn't, I wasn't really worried about being, you know, um, ostracized or, you know, being, uh, what, I can't even think of the word when families like. <laughs> excommunicated or whatever yeah uh, but uh no my mom was upset everyone else was like oh okay we figured you know my mom <laughs> was upset. but um and it took her a few years but that had more to do with her stuff that she had yeah. to deal with yeah. um, so it was like a journey but it had more to do with what was going on with her so yeah. and I became aware of that pretty early on that whatever was going on with her was her deal so it didn't um didn't hurt or heart make it harder to be out that she was yeah yeah um <clears throat> so did she make you feel a certain way did she talk down to you or um well I think I want to say if I remember correctly we didn't we just didn't talk about it you know after I you know I came out to her we just didn't talk about it mm. um and I feel like it only would come up you know when she drank <laughs> which you know uh which was part of her journey and part of her whole thing which is now she's sober she's doing great and we have a wonderful relationship <laughs> bless you sorry uh, about that I thought I, oh, I thought I muted myself sorry about <laughs> you're fine <laughs> um, um but yeah, so that's why I was like, that was her journey. You know, when you're, you know, dealing with that, you you can't accept yourself. You're not accepting other people either. Yeah, that's usually the case, right? <laughs> it's like when you are so judgmental about other people, it's because there's something within you that needs to be rectified. Um, yeah, so it's because, good that you're able to recognize that in your mom. Yeah, well, because she made it pretty clear the things that she was unhappy about, and it all had to do with her. 
it yeah. was I'm not going to have grandchildren, even though mm. obviously I could adopt it. But obviously, it's more work um, yeah. <laughs> to do all that. You have to really want it. But um, you know, so it was all stuff about her. It had nothing to do with me. Right, know? right. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. well, this is your problem, not mine. Right, right. Did you ever want children? No. Okay. Maybe like one day, and then it was fleeting, and <laughs> it's just not me. It's not like yeah, that. yeah. I hear you. Um, kids are great and there are people put on this planet to raise them and there are people on this planet that are not meant to have children and I think I'm one of them and I'm glad that I recognize that yeah I think you could be like a really great mentor to, to people though sure yeah, <laughs> yeah, to well, kids. yeah. definitely yeah. I like that idea better <clears throat> yeah I think there's really uh, good people on this earth who are really good at that like mentoring other kids too you know mm-hmm because their parents don't understand <laughs> mm-hmm. or what have you. Um, sure. Let me see what else. So I wanted to ask you about your artistic stuff, but I kind of feel like we should talk about like the relationship aspects of, um, so we're talking, so have you figured out how to balance the masculine and feminine within you, would you say? Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess I don't really think about it. Um, yeah. I, I used to, you know, I mean, it was part of, you know, I'm sure that I was more conscious of it, obviously, growing up and being a teenager. And that book was a big part of, you know, I did think a lot about the relationship between masculine and feminine within a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so androgyny was always a really big thing to me. Um, I felt like um and it was also kind of big in the 90s too like late 90s early 2000s and so it just kind of worked at the time like I just felt very strongly that people like I remember that being part of my like it's like we need more androgynous people on the planet that was kind of my thing and which makes sense then and I guess still could now um and obviously that has that is true and you know with there's a lot of people that identify as non-binary um, mm-hmm. is so that, that what non, that was, non-binary that was, is what androgynous means well not necessarily I, um I'm I wouldn't call myself an expert on that so I don't know that I want to speak on like yeah different gender identities per se since <clears> I <throat> identify as male he him um but yeah. I respect all the different the right. gender binaries and all that um but I do think it fits in that category of the idea of the balance of nature finding a way to get away from, or to find a balance. Yeah. That's basically how I've seen all of like homosexuality, um, people, people who don't identify, you know, I feel like it's yeah. kind of coming naturally yeah. from that. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I, I smiled when you said like, you don't understand, like you still can't speak on it. It's like, I've <laughs> going on these dating websites and they have like this long list of labels, which freaking drives me nuts. I hate the labels because it's like, what the F is this? You know, um, it, it, for me personally, it drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm really trying to get away from labels because it's like, sure. like you know, let's just be, you know, <laughs> like whatever you are, you don't have to, I, I feel like you don't really have to identify yourself, but that's just me. Um, it's no, and I you- see both sides. I totally yeah. see both sides. Yeah. And I don't really, there needs to definitely be some kind of 
reconciliation between the two because there was a time I don't know I don't know that I can again speak to it yeah. but yeah on one hand yeah it's like yeah that we should have to erase all of that stuff but on yeah. the other hand there is something about there's like there's something empowering about it yeah yeah so it's yeah. like you know yeah I feel like it's funny because I have Venus in Aquarius and when you said in John Jenny I was like yeah that's me I feel like that's me you know and mm-hmm. we had Jupiter in Aquarius and I feel like you know that kind of like amplified maybe like the labels I mean I don't know really but I feel like that could be it and then um you know I feel like yeah that needs to happen and then eventually it'll like you know level out hopefully <laughs> and on another memory I was getting from you saying androgyny was um I had this past life shown to me where um, I was, uh, some of these past lives, I don't feel they're actually mine. I feel like I'm just tapping into the Akashic records and I can see certain things. Um, But I was actually, um, what's that where you have like both organs? Oh, uh, like, oh, you mean like the condition, a a hermaphrodite when you have? Yes. So I was like a hermaphrodite and I was like in this relationship with this other male and um, it was very interesting. We ended up getting like put into prison because uh, one of his friends like snitched us out. <laughs> yeah. And um, I never shared this information with anyone because I thought it was like probably too weird to share. But um, yeah, but it was interesting that, you know, we had to be like secret about our relationship, like after we eventually like was released from prison. But um, we had to yeah. like go like off in the woods and like be alone <laughs> together. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting that that was a really weird experience, but at the same time, like, I feel like it's, you know, my, maybe my higher self or my guides trying to like, get me to like, talk about this, you know, like, you know, this, <clears throat> because I do have Venus retrograde in Aquarius. I feel like that's like a huge thing for me is like trying to find my own balance, you know, with that, uh, with that weirdness, you know, <laughs> with sexuality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was, it's very interesting that, um, I, I honestly, you know, I, I'll ask you about this too, but when I'm in a relation, you know, I'm really yang when it comes to like my goals and what I love to do, but when it comes to relationship, I don't like to be the one who's like dominant. I like to be receptive. Um, that hasn't always been the case because in my marriage, I was the one that was dominant and he was like more receptive. And I was like, I really don't like this. This is like too much work. Like I need to have some part of my life where I don't have to think or I don't have to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the part of my life where I do don't, I don't want to be the one who's like always making the decisions or always like, you know, being the one who's like always coming on to the other person. Like I want to feel wanted and, um, like a desired, I guess you could say. Right. So, um, how does that work for you in your relationships? Um, yeah, I mean, balance is important. I've thought about that too. You know, uh, I've been in relationships where um, I've been more of the dominant one in the, you know, in terms of like, um, talk when we're talking about, yeah, like maybe the person that's more um, action oriented in the yeah. relationship. Yeah. That's, you know, more like, um, because I'm not talking about sex <laughs> I wanna, no. you know what I mean because if I start talking about giving and receiving that's not what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah for sure you know but um but yeah like the yeah I guess more of like a um
you know sorry I lost a train of thought <laughs> it's okay. I guess I'm just like trying to think of the right words to use mm. besides dominant and submissive <laughs> yeah adults Again, are sexual right? <laughs> I mean yeah I didn't mean like that I just meant like yeah so when I'm on dating websites I usually don't like go hunting for someone I'm like okay right. let's see what comes to me you know type of thing right. and then I'll I'll receive it or reject it, you know, depending, because that's what the feminine is supposed to do, right? Yeah. Either they're receptive or it's a no, right? Exactly. And that's what I mean, too. I guess I'm just trying to find a way of, like, explaining it. So when people hear it, it doesn't sound like I'm talking about, like, a sexual relationship. Oh, yeah. Because I'm more well, talking about, like, even friendships, right? Right, like, right. Because you have certain friendships where, like, one person will always be the one to reach out to make plans right like I, I don't think about it that often but I have certain friendships that I'm always the one that reaches out to them and that's fine but I have other ones where like if a, that person doesn't reach out to me I'm not going to reach out to them for whatever reason yeah you know so like that's kind of a thing I think is a really simple way to look at that yeah you know and it goes back to polarity too it's like when you have that good polarity with someone it just feels so damn good you know and it's yeah you don't really have to think about it. And sometimes I feel like that can be really difficult to find, you know, within um, like romantic or sexual relationships. I don't think it's too difficult with friendships because there's not that like expectation, you know? <laughs> right, because that's a whole other aspect of it. Because that's what friend friendships, a good friendship should basically be all of the things without all that stuff. Right. That, all that stuff is what usually I think is what, can mess up the the actual you know mm -hmm. sexual relationship unless you know some people that's sometimes that's all they have and then the other thing doesn't work exactly yeah so depressing when that happens <laughs> <laughs> I mean some people are into that but like I need to I guess yeah. it depends on who you are as a person but um I need to like know you on a soul level like that's just my personal thing and so I do also with like Venus and Aquarius I'm really like what's the word um detached and like I stay really detached and then yeah. you know it takes a while to like I need to be friends with someone you know before anything else happens and usually the guys that I meet they want to like jump into something like physical and I'm like <laughs> stop the brakes <laughs> like that's not yeah. happening um I need to be able to trust like I feel like you know um that's another thing with like masculine energies too um it's like these guys are like really <laughs> really dominant when it comes to that but when it comes to everything else they're not so much like interested right. in relationship or what have you and so it's like this is this it weeds people out that I don't need in my life you know I had yeah. to learn that the hard way um so yeah that helps um <clears throat> what do you how do you feel like do, how do you date like how does it work for you because I've had conversations with other people who are gay and they just say they have such a hard time finding someone what is what has been your experience my experience has been well currently i'm i'm not pursuing dating yeah. <laughs> during the pandemic just like with not necessarily because of that but just um just lots of stuff in my life it's just not interesting right now to be dating or be trying to pursue that because it takes up too much energy that i don't feel like putting exactly. in work <laughs> exactly. right now so yeah. i feel <laughs> like, you on that you know but when I am, you know, in a place where I want to put the energy in, it's a lot of work. You just have to put the, the work in. It's like anything, right? It's kind of like, um, 
it's almost like art when you're like really want something to be good and you want it to be received you have to be constantly putting in <laughs> the right yeah. type of energy into it yeah I, I feel that um yeah I'm trying to find something that's like I do want something that is definitely easy like and that's really difficult, <laughs> it's difficult know, to right? find. Like, you know like I don't yeah. want to spend all my time with someone I want to be like independent in a relationship and that's really hard to find because there's so many people who are codependent yeah do you find that too yeah and I'm so not um that type of person I I think I can be if I'm I mean I have been I guess but it's after like being with someone a while that can happen. But mm -hmm. I'm not someone that is looking for anybody to be codependent on. Yeah, I definitely have had people who show signs of like wanting to do that, like have that energy early on. And that always usually pushes me away a bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't want to be texting you 24 seven. Like, you know, yeah. there has to be a point, like, are we going to meet up? Are we, you know, <laughs> I feel like gradually. Yeah, exactly. And um, I feel like this is a universal problem, you know, with like dating in general, whether you're gay or straight. And I'm having, I don't know, maybe it's just me as a person, but just being straight doesn't mean that you automatically, yes, there's a bigger pool of people, sure. but sometimes that's a problem. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I think that now that there's more gay people, I mean, there's always been the same amount, but you know what I mean? More people that um, are out yeah are out um you do find and especially now that i'm in my 40s i feel you know it was just kind of like a weird desert for like i feel um a lot of people whether you're gay or straight right you're like beginning a middle age and you're like i don't want to say invisible but i, I don't know that's a whole nother topic but um but yeah they, when there's so many people in it's like in a city right like you go to new york city and it's like you think oh well there's so many people to choose from and it's like well that's the problem everyone's always looking around their around someone's shoulder for the next person yeah yeah <laughs> there's not a lot of actual connection going on yeah um, unless it's below the belt and that's really off-putting to me anyway <laughs> yeah if you're maybe a certain age or like I mean any age it depends if that's what you want you know yeah yeah um but it's I feel like people aren't really honest about that <laughs> you know yeah uh, a lot of times um so do you how do you feel about dating like people that are younger than you do you feel like there's like there's because you said you feel like you're in a desert like would you consider mm -hmm. dating someone older or, or younger than you oh sure I mean I don't have I don't really have like um limits on that well yes obviously <laughs> but I mean I tend to date people around my age for sure okay um if I'm getting too personal just tell me to stop <laughs> oh no it's okay um I mean I guess I don't think about it much since I'm not really in that mindset but um right now but um and I guess I shouldn't say that I feel like I'm in a desert, but I do think in general, mm. when you hit your 40s, and I don't know whether it's, um, I don't know, there's like that thing, you're like, you're not necessarily a certain, you're not in your 30s, I don't know. Yeah. Not, I don't have fully formed thoughts on that necessarily, but. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have issues with like younger energies, but um, I guess that's just my I should stop like thinking that way because there's probably yeah. some younger people that are way more mature than some older people 
you well, know? you can think of it in terms of some young, uh, younger energy can be in an old person, right? Like some people are just old souls, like, yeah, yeah, old souls. You know, it's like I've met some people that it's like this has got to be your first life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, how are you saying and doing and moving through life the way you are? You've never done this before. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, so. it's funny. That's really funny. Um, it, it, it reminds me of human design because, uh, we have like the one profile and the three profile and like mm -hmm. the threes are like the ones who are just running into things and making mistakes and just learning <laughs> from their mistakes. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was me. Like they say, I'm a six profile, which is like the wise one, but they okay. say like the first 30 years of the six is like a three. So you're just like making all of these mistakes and like learning wisdom uh, from your mistakes and then you at 50 that's when you share your wisdom ah <laughs> uh, nice so i've got 10 more years to go <laughs> love it <laughs> but um but yeah it's uh, i know i introduced uh human design to you it's like really cool but, yeah i need to look more into it i don't really know much but what you did show me was really cool and yeah it's not as cool as uh astrology in my opinion <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's newer it's a lot newer yeah <laughs> For sure. Um, so let, let's talk about like, so I went to your, can I talk about your YouTube? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I went to your YouTube and I saw some of your videos. So for uh, just real quick, like you're a musician, right? I see your, your sibling music. Is that your band? Oh name? yeah. So that shows up. Okay. So I, yeah, I make music. It's been a, um, I haven't put anything out in, in a minute, but um, yeah. So for a while before I was really seriously pursuing astrology all my accounts were just music based yeah. and so that is the name of my music project sibling with a y and um i just hadn't changed all my accounts over and that it's the zoom <laughs> for okay. whatever reason i can't change so it always shows up on zoom it's a sibling music oh, okay i don't know why it still says that but yeah so that's the name of my um music project which um it's kind of on hiatus and not, not that I won't ever do anything again with it, but it'll, whatever it is, will be very different. Cause I just not in whatever the, that headspace was that caused me to want to do the things I was doing with music and video, um, yeah. you know, between five and three years ago, I guess was around when I was doing that. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like your sure. music. Um, so I saw a video where you had like, I don't know, were you wearing the mask or was someone else wearing the mask? It could be either. That was part of the point, I think, was so you weren't quite sure who was making yeah. it. I think that was a big part of like the video component mm. was um uh because in, in most of my videos, there's always you know, there's a lot of masks or there's a lot of you know, people, you know people with makeup on or they're different people no one's necessarily lip syncing um so yeah I wanted it to seem like it could be anybody that was there yeah part of it yeah it was like it was like you were in a, a wig a blonde was he I don't know it probably wasn't you I don't know you don't want to say so <laughs> I mean it was, there, it was there, a blonde wig blonde lady wig then there were a couple there were two people that wore it. Okay. Yeah, that, that video, it, I was... Sometimes it was a, a, an actual uh, fe uh, biological female friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that video and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> so can you tell me like your, 
your mind space around making that uh, video? Like, what were you thinking yeah. when you created that? Yeah, let me, let me think back to where my head space was back then. I was really angry. <laughs> That's very about, hard to imagine. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, it, hard to imagine um, from seeing it or from... No, just from knowing you, a little oh, okay, bit that yeah. I know about you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of the reason why I'm kind of on hiatus is that I realized that a lot of, um, even if the music didn't come across as angry, I was like pretty unhappy and it was a channel for that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when it's time again to to make music and if there's a video component, it'll be because I have something really happy to put out, <laughs> you know, and I'm happy now, but I just don't have the it's just not time to do that. Sometime this year, I'm going to work on music. But anyway, sorry to go off on a tangent. No, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> I like tangents. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the concept of the video, so Blonde Lady. Um, the, not to get political, because I I'm, I don't, I get annoyed talking about politics because I used, growing up in the DC area, it's like, part of my existence and I'm trying to get out of that a little bit but um it was a lot of it was me dealing with my anger towards people in my family that have voted for Donald Trump not not to talk about Trump per se because it wasn't really about him but it was more so the hate I was feeling from people that were justifying their hate basically there was a lot of people i knew a lot of people that were playing and doing some pretty awful things online and um attacking me under the name of of trump or whatever i'm not saying everyone that voted for him was like that but in my experience i was having a pretty like difficult time with the people in my life that were like gung-ho for him it was really freaky and so that was about a specific experience with someone that i had to cut out of my life that was pretty toxic and um kind of a bad person yeah what I was realizing is the things that I was angry at her about who she had become who in my mind she had become um was making me see the dark parts of myself that how I was maybe just as ugly in some ways as I found her to be yeah um and so I was trying to explore that idea hmm you're so deep. I love it. <laughs> it's like, it's like you see yourself like from, you know, all these angles, that's like the goal of like being here, right. Is to see Fine. ourselves and others. And like, you know, when we get triggered, it's like, okay, why, why is this person triggering me? There's a reason for it. You know, um, yeah. I took a totally different take on that video. Maybe I wasn't listening to the lyrics because it was very sexual and I was very yeah. turned on by it. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like even more intrigued by you. So I was like, okay, um, yeah. Well, the so. video might be a little, I guess I can think more about the video a little differently than, than the song itself. Cause the video is always a little different. Yeah. The song. That's what the song would be about. I guess the video. Well, I guess the more I think about it, yeah, it was kind of like a, um, I was kind of trying to portray this this character in a very like campy, freaky, freakish way. And then I guess the more sexual stuff was kind of me trying to um, marry myself with these ideas that I'm like yeah. 
just as disgusting as I think this person is basically. Right, right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, that's good. Like, I mean, creation takes on different forms, like, as far as, like, anger or happiness. It's like, you don't really create when you're happy. <laughs> when you're, no. like, when you're good, you know, it's not, like, that's not when creation comes. It comes from sadness or depression mm-hmm. or, like, anger, fear, you know love i mean i've written things out of love but i haven't been in love as much as i've been angry (laughs) you know yeah it's that bull in you (laughs) Mm um huh yeah you're really like i didn't realize how much earth you have in your chart um i do i'm a lot of earth yeah so um so that's that's cool so you're not really I'll, i'll link is it okay if i link your youtube channel yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. I'll link his YouTube channel if anyone's interested in looking at his music. Um, it's very different. And um, I just, I just love artists in general, like people who like express themselves through music and um, yeah. Do you want to talk about your, how you started playing music or like what interested you in music in the first place and what instruments you play? Sorry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> asking okay. all these questions. Um, yeah, I, um, I don't remember when I started becoming interested in music. I just know that it was always important mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I guess I knew early on that I wanted to make it. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I was around 13, 12, 13 when I started playing guitar. Nice. Uh, even though I don't own a guitar now and I haven't played, I put, probably played the guitar a handful of like five times in the last 10 years. Cause that's not yeah. how I really make music anymore, but that's basically how I yeah. started. I played guitar until my twenties. And then there was like a desert time where I didn't do anything. Yeah. Do you and feel that, like you forgot how to play a guitar or do you still like, if you picked one up, you would know. I could, I could pick, yeah, I can pick it up and I can play the basic stuff. I can play, you know, I can, mm-hmm play basic stuff but I didn't mean to in radio sound but <laughs> it'll I didn't mean me to, a minute to get my fingers callous a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure I think that's the hardest part for me is like like you can see mine in the background it just sits there I need to like really pick it up and play because that's the hardest part for me is like mm. my oh my soft sensitive little hands are gonna get <laughs> yeah uh, the 90s when I used to smoke cigarettes I remember that that was the thing you would do if you were a guitar player you would take your cigarettes and just like <laughs> get your fingers this is really gross that's awesome <laughs> so hardcore yeah <laughs> such a like marsy thing mm-hmm. we're, we're, Scorpio and Mars it, so. yeah and your moon is ruled by Mars too mm-hmm. yeah love it we're yeah. Marsy people Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I love the moon and Aries I love being I love the Aries energy I just love it but um Scorpio energy too so um, uh sorry I meant to cut you off so you were talking about like your oh yeah making music (laughs) um so you yeah you started talking about guitar and then how you and then I cut in my 20s I moved around a lot so I didn't um I just kind of stopped I was just not I just my 20s were just like very um not focused on you know artistic projects that's for sure (laughs) yeah yeah what were you doing oh just you know making a lot of mistakes that people make in their 20s I was making all of them (laughs) (laughs) and then uh when I 
finally was like done making all of them over and over and over. It was like out of mistakes to make. Um, I went back to school. I went back to school in my late twenties. Um, uh-huh. I went to art school and then it was being in art school and then the discipline of, of like homework and all the things being back in that mindset that I started being artistic again. Nice. Um, and started making music and then you know I had an Apple computer and I started making electronic music and I took some piano lessons to get the basics and then you know I make music mainly that way yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. I like that a lot um yes. <laughs> so I'm out of questions is there anything that I didn't touch on as far that you like would want people to understand about I know this sounds so cliche, but like gay people or just mm. like your experience as a gay person. Um, well, I'll just say being a gay person or any queer person, be queer being the umbrella of LGBTQ, all the things yeah. that no, no one's a monolith. Um, you know, <laughs> we're all, you know, we all come from the same place yeah and need the same things we're just all trying to find different ways together yeah that's really great i love that a lot <laughs> i love you so much william i'm so yeah, happy we did too. this um me too. so where can people find out more about you like we talked about your your website or your youtube but yeah. i know you're really trying to do astrology and by the way we both read each other's charts for people out there. Yeah. And I just want to tell William, uh, t- tell everyone how insightful William is. And um, so if you want a birth chart reading or any type of astrology reading, well, I'll let you tell them what yeah. type of astrology readings do you do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm actually in the process of figuring out um, what I'm, I, I am going to be um, upping my prices soon. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what, what the structure is, what it's going to yeah. look like. So essentially oh. right now I have two kinds of, re- I have regular natal rings and then I have ones um, with year ahead. Okay. Nice. Like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's really insightful and um, yeah, he would be a really great person to go to for uh, astrology chart readings. Um, is there, okay. Tell me, tell me, or tell them where they can find you <laughs> and I'll, and I'll oh, yeah. link everything in the description. Oh, totally. So right now, probably the best place would be to find me on Instagram. That's yeah. where I post astrology content. Um, and people can DM me on Instagram to ask for readings, but I do have an astrology uh, email specific, William Holloway astrology at gmail.com. That's also in my Instagram um, profile. Cool. Oh, and my Instagram is William.Stanley.Holloway, which I know it's very long. I'm working on it. I, I need something a little <laughs> easier. Yeah. Short. I mean, I like it. And and I, I introduced you as that. And I was like trying yeah. to like make a little pun, but because yeah. you, it's like, I've been watching you on these uh, Instagram lives lately and you keep saying that. And it's just, know, it's I'm so like, silly to me. Like, it's funny. I should just leave it maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Or you could do some, like William's astrology. I don't know. Something, something astrology yeah. related if that's the like avenue you want to take it but we'll talk about that yeah we'll talk <laughs> about that offline <laughs> uh, um so yeah thank you so much for viewing this video if you liked it um, or if you have any feedback definitely leave your comments below and if you would like to come onto my channel and talk about different issues um spiritual usually or mostly 
Um, but you know, any type of, I feel like, I feel like spirituality, um, is like such a like broad topic, you know, human issues are spiritual issues. So anything yeah. that you would want to come on and talk to, um, us or the collective about, it would be really uh, welcoming. Um, you can email me at visceralspirit at gmail.com. Hope you guys are doing well. Take care.